banana. The trade-off. The trade-off. Right, here we go. <laughs> the trade-off. Right, so this one is where me and Sean have got to give each other homework, basically. We've picked out a thing each, and you can play along at home, listeners, as well. But whatever we give each other, we've got to do. So, um, Sean, what are you selling me this week? Right, well, as I said to you before we started recording this, we've got to sell these things. I don't know if I can sell this very well. I didn't like this, but I want you to have a watch. I don't think we're going to say, obviously, this doesn't have to be entertainment. This could be anything. So get get on Netflix. Uh-huh. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> That's it. Get on Netflix. So, you know, you know, like, you know me, we've, we've been talking a lot. Like, I'm fascinated by space, space travel. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about that thing on Netflix, like a life a year in space. Um, but this is a, it's a drama. It stars Hilary Spank, and it's called Away. And basically, it's the synopsis on IMDb is an American astronaut struggles with leaving her husband and daughter behind to embark on a dangerous mission with an international space group. They're going to Mars. <laughs> I've seen 10 minutes I was of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm in space. I'm fascinated by space travel and the International Space Station, stuff like that. I'm fascinated that they're going to the moon, they're going to set up a base. Love it. So I was all in for this. I watched two and a half episodes. Then I watched the last 10 minutes of the last episode. I skipped all the way to the end because all <laughs> I wanted to see was about this because I just wanted this crew to go to Mars. Like, that was sold to me. We're going to Mars. Yes. Uh-huh. So when are you going to get to Mars? Like, I was fascinated at the start. Like, they set up a bit of drama. Like, the, some of the crew kind of lose faith in her because of the mistake she makes on the way to the moon, like a minute into the space flight. And then it keeps going back to Earth, showing her family, how they're coping. And it just, for me, it was like, I get it, it's a drama. But I was just like, no, you need <laughs> to just focus on the, the task in hand here. There's this crew going to Mars. Why do we have to wait till the last episode? You just try to build out more and more series. Yeah. Which is funny because there. it's been cancelled after yeah. one series. <laughs> I skipped ahead and watched the last 10 minutes. And when they're going down to Mars, it's great. It's fascinating. But I'm still... Well, when you check out, you said you watched 10 minutes. I think I've done two and a half, maybe three episodes. I want you to do the same amount of episodes as I've done. If right. you if you have the time, I'll be honest with you. Because yeah, it's a hard cool. watch. But it's I'll just, do that. I'll, it's just I'll like, that To me, it's just... there's it's It annoyed me. Like, there's bits <laughs> that they try to make drama, which which isn't... It's, there's things that shouldn't be drama, that is. And, and it's just like... <laughs> It, it, it was too much for like the the other stuff that's going on. Not enough. Let's like space mission for me to be honest. It, it might turn All up right. because each each, ep- each episode's focus on different characters and their backstory, and uh, it just it it bored me. But I want I want to get okay. your I want to get your thoughts on it. <laughs> well, I'll 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 watch th- I'll watch three episodes and I'll try and come back with something at least a bit funny for like a five minute review or something in the <laughs> next one. Cool. So right, right. my trade off. So. I feel like you're really looking out here because what I've decided to give you as homework this week is for one of my favourite bands that I discovered during lockdown last year when everything was gone horrible. This is a really like sort of nice, upbeat thing to get into. You can probably enjoy it with kids and all that sort of stuff as well. They're called the Lucky Chops. I don't know if you'll have heard of them. Have you heard of those? I haven't. 
They do great things for like sort of just instrumental music. I'll send you links to the four songs that I want you to listen to, and then you can listen to more if you want. Um, the New York City-born Brass Funk Ambassadors is what they call themselves. Um, current lineup: <laughs> Daryl Baruzzi, Josh Holcomb, Joshua Gowell, Adrian Condis, Reginald Chapman, and Patrick Simard on drums. So there's a sax, there's a tenor sax, trombone, a trumpet, a, a barry sax drums and um what reginald chapman is a i think he's a doctor actually he's dr reginald chapman he's a doctor of like bass and stuff like that of a tuba he plays like a marching bass bugle which is nuts the songs i'm suggesting don't have the current lineup in it but if you like it i would say go on and listen to the most recent album which i'll also send you the songs to listen to if listeners want to play along as well i'm going for coco it's not goodbye best things and full heart fancy, but I could go on forever about songs. It's just a, they're a really good sort of uplifting band to listen to if you want a bit of cheer up sort of thing. So that's my trade off for you this time. I think I've, I think I've won this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might I'll, not like I'll, them. <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with it. It sounds good. <laughs> um, so I definitely I'll get the, the lucky chops I've written that done obviously you're going to send me everything um, next next time I'll try and come up with a fun one for you <laughs> <laughs> I mean this could be anything can be fun two weeks later this is this is two weeks later so we record the first bit then we do do the thing we listen to the thing we watch the thing and then we come back and this is two weeks later. Continue with the show. Time for the trade-off. I asked you last week to listen to a few songs that I liked, and you made me watch away. <laughs> and I can only apologise. In case you didn't get from last week, I am not a fan. <laughs> you aren't, were you? No. So, <laughs> do you want me to? Who, who, who's going first on this one? Me, you? Um, you tell us what you thought. Do you do I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I won't do it as rapidly as um as Snowpiercer. No. So the, yeah, this away. When I was watching it, things that you said from the last podcast started to creep into my head. Like I thought, oh yeah, I can understand them taking a whole year to get a whole season to get to Mars because. Mars would la- it would take years to get there anyway. So a series about going to Mars, I would imagine the entertainment is in the journey, the drama's in the journey. Problem is, they didn't bother with that, did they? They didn't bother with any of the drama in the journey. They bothered about the little the daughter's freckles and stuff like that. They bothered about just so much nonsense back home, and they just kept nipping back. Yeah. There was things that I thought of as well. I'm not one for continuity. I don't notice anything, but if there's one thing we've noticed whilst being in lockdown this year is that if you're phone is portrait and someone else's phone is landscape you will appear thin in the middle of their screen and that didn't happen in this that was episode one <laughs> that, that bothered me but yeah um and there was things that are like i feel like there were scenes cut out as well that there are references to later on like um hillary swank's character calls her husband shithead at one point and and the daughter says you guys are so weird and i'm sat there thinking Hey, you are fucking weird. There's no way that 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 hasn't been mentioned. There's no reason for you to be calling him a shithead. That that's not banter. That's just you calling him a shithead for no. I remember that. I think it was a bit, a bit harsh. It was really weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I watched. I actually watched three episodes, and I did what you did and fast forwarded right to the end, um, to watch the last one. Um. Yeah, you've got like a little like Chinese lady Frodo. 
I didn't know what I didn't understand what that was about. And then it and then of all of the things that you could have done with an international mission across the galaxy or across the solar system at least, to our neighbouring planet Mars, and all of the tension that that could bring with, you know, international conflict and governments working together. And you decide to go with just a love story between two people. And I know, yeah, fine, but it was fucking boring, that bit. Why have they all been sent up with just their stereotypical um, cultural foods as well? That's racist, isn't it? Yeah. Like they're all they're all saying they're all saying about uh, like oh she's got the best food I can't believe they managed to freeze dry dim sum why can't you have some dim sum just because you're American we all know what dim sum is <laughs> you know what it is as well what, what got me about things like that and I was just trying to allude to I didn't want to because obviously I maybe give a bit more than I should have been <laughs> but um but I had to I try on the rant but because I'm fascinated by space travel mm-hmm. and things like that and I, I just I love it I watch so much about it and like the stuff they were trying to make mm-hmm. dramatic like when, episode when they go on because uh, I think I might have watched a bit more than three episodes right. I think this is like maybe the second or third when they go on the spacewalk because one of the panels oh Christ <laughs> <laughs> the amount of like, oh, she's going on a spacewalk, but there's so much. Yes, spacewalks are blooming yeah. dangerous, but they've done that many of them. They know what they're doing. It's it's a serious thing. But they 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 have it live streaming on national TV. I know when they do yeah. spacewalks these days, they're, they're live streaming them on yeah. the internet. Because I, I watched one the other day. But, um, but I suppose they would. Yeah, they they might. If there's something on that scale, they might do. But also. It's a dangerous thing. Like there's a there's a real problem out there. They might not make it to Mars if they don't sort that out. And she's just doing stuff yeah. like detaching a cable and just jumping at it. It's like you could be you're firing yourself across the universe at a thousand miles an hour, or ten thousand miles an hour, whatever it is. That that, that shuttle will be going so fast. <laughs> and at one point they're just standing there, like they're walking on the road. And oh, but that like, would be okay though because it's relative, isn't it? There's no, there's no resistance. But, but you think be, no, but you think they'd be moving a bit somehow. You know, like when they're when they're going that fast and doing spacewalks, you could tell you know, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they have to pull themselves along and stuff. And they have to, like, in real life, they have to pull themselves. along. It's still not as bad as um, Brad Astra in that bad Brad Astra, bad, bad Brad Pitt. Astra film where he swims through space. Did you see that? He just at one no, point he just starts doing breaststroke. <laughs> he just starts <laughs> swimming through space. But yeah, so I watched through it and it, th- there was something there that was trying that was sort of keeping me going, but not enough to really make it interesting. And then when I cut to the end, there's some things that thought. I thought, oh well, that may be interesting to watch. Like, there's some like the the husband, Hilary Swank's husband's giving a dead eye stare to another guy in a wheelchair, and I'm like, what's happened here? Has there been some sort of wheelchair yeah. guy off that I've missed? <laughs> and um, there was a couple other things at the end. I thought, oh, kind of, I, I want to know what happened with um, I forget the woman's name now, but the woman who's representing China. I wanted to know what happened with her relationship, yeah. and she's going back to be with that woman and that's nice and she defied a country by they all came together as a team yeah. it was all dead nice spoilers for this because yeah um and the, the thing that annoyed me was like when you get these things and you've got that the guy who was um i think he was from he was the the african guy he was from africa i think he was um quite post spoken bloke and he was he was always yeah. wanting to pray for them and stuff which is fine but i was thinking you know what if i'm god right and i'm f- and you fuckers have fired yourselves across the galaxy at 10,000 miles an hour. And I created you on Earth, left you with a place where you could survive. I mean, it's not perfect. There's things trying to kill you all the time. But, like, I put you on Earth where you can breathe, you can live, there's food and all that sort of thing. Why are you now 
firing yourself at 10,000 miles an hour at another planet. The practice planet, for all we know. Maybe that's the one that you got wrong first. And now you want me to make sure that you land properly on this planet. And you're on your fucking own, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing that annoyed me. Is like you, you kind of touched on it before. It's the sort of the drama it should have been the journey. But that's why yeah. I wanted them to just get to Mars. Because they weren't really... There was, mm-hmm. they, obviously, they had to do the spacewalk because partnership wasn't working. And yeah. There is a bit of tension. I just... The tension wasn't the tension that I was looking for. <laughs> no. There was tension because they're from different mm-hmm. countries. And that's fine. And the thing is, the I went, I went back wanted, and... The Russian guy yeah. wanted to be the, the, the boss just because he's a Russian. And, hey, the Russians have done a lot of amazing stuff with space. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. But the, it should have been more. It should have been... It just The thing is, like all of this stuff would have been ironed out. This team would never have been sent into space because they've got too much shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> Like the drama that's going on between the team members, that would not, they would not have been allowed to go on a four year mission to Mars. No. Three year mission, sorry, wasn't it? Um, like because, that, yeah. because, you, because you, you, your personality types would not be selected for, for that mission. Like that just wouldn't happen. You know, the, the, the ego that was going on at the beginning, I was like, none of these fuckers would be allowed into space. And also, if you're in space, you can't just ring back home. Like, you, they pick up the phone and she's back speaking to her husband. Yeah. That doesn't, it, has to, it gets channeled through NASA or through yeah. whatever communication satellites you're going through and stuff. They can hear you. That's why later on, they have to set up a private comms link and yeah. knock out a load of stuff at NASA so that... Um, that woman can speak to her girlfriend who's been sent back to China. So you can't just pick up your phone to your husband and your daughter, which they do. It's like they didn't think they were in space. It's like they wrote, like, uh, uh, you know how, I wrote down actually, sorry, you know how when Suzanne Collins, I'm rambling now, I'm ranting about it, (laughs) but you know how when Suzanne Collins was writing The Hunger Games, the way she came up with it was because she was watching late night TV, channel surfing, and she saw the war in Afghanistan and reality TV. And then it was flipping between news reports of the war on Afghanistan reality TV, and that's how she came up with it. And I can only think that someone, whoever wrote this, was sitting flipping between, it was daytime TV, and they were just sitting flipping between days of our lives and The Martian. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's as if that's all they've got. They've got like daytime TV soap drama, and they've just gone, well, some of these characters could be in a space type room. (laughs) That's pretty much. That's put my thoughts into like words because I was trying to describe it. In that's, that's it. But thank you very much. Saving me a job. That, that's where it is. That's a way then. <laughs> yeah. I was just about, well, very, last thing is like some of the um, you're on about the room putting people in the space. Now I get it. In real life, you'll meet people and you'll work with people that you won't get on with. Mm-hmm. And no, I know it's a drama and it's it's a kind of fantasy. The scary thing is, it's not that too much away from our future. We're people, they're working on going to Mars now. Yeah. So it's and and it's it's fascinating. It's amazing, and I hope I get to see it. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, if you're going to do something like that, yes, it's a fantasy kind of, and it's a drama. It doesn't have to be bang on reality. Yeah. But there's little things like like I said, they wouldn't have put them into space in the first place. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't have left when they, when they had to go to the moon first. They wouldn't have let them then go to Mars after that. Because no. they've already had an issue with the captain before they even got to the moon. Mm-hmm. Two minutes into the flight, yeah. they were annoyed with it. Aye. And and they're only they're out for their own games, especially the Russian guy at the start, the the Chinese woman. Yeah, they're just out for their own gain and their own, mm-hmm. and they're 
purposely causing tension. Yeah. When you when you cut, space is a dangerous game. Yeah. If you don't like anybody, you put your job first. Yeah. The like, thing is, the thing is, Mars, don't annoy anybody. <laughs> you're right on that. The thing is, if each of them had their own agenda, if it had been a political agenda based on what international tensions are happening on the ground and in space, like in like in The Martian. <laughs> That could have been interesting, <laughs> but it just wasn't. The other, th- the one final thing that I noticed was that when they all land, or they all coming down, they all managed to cry on one side of the face. Did you notice that? Is that an actor thing? Can you do that? Can you cry on your left side, or is it just the left side that that people can do it on? Because every single one of them had a left hand tear. Oh man, I never noticed that. But I'm going to go watch it. It's just... <laughs> ah, it's just—I mean—it's the last five minutes. Uh, You'll be fine. Yeah. What's that? Because because that, that's what annoyed me. Because one day I might, if I'm bored, I might go back and watch it all. But um, I but I did. I just wanted to see them land on Mars, and they do. Spoiler. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's in, that's quite a fascinating scene. And it's quite good. It's, it's, I will give it like mm-hmm. the visual effects are really good in the program. It looks good. It visually looks really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they've put some money into it. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. But seeing the story just wasn't because when they're landing, you, even though I hadn't watched the rest of the series, yeah, I was still like, I was still feeling from yeah, go on, go on, man. <laughs> but I just wish I could have like stuck with the entire journey. I know because when there was clearly a lot had gone on by the time you get to the end of it. I mean, the Russian guy's blind. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> how did that happen? You know, and they've all every, everyone's made amends. They're all a team. They all came together, but they shouldn't have gone apart in the first place. So <laughs> stop watching. So I won't watch anymore. That's enough. <laughs> how did you get on with Lucky Chops, though? It made my two weeks. Did it? That is the best thing I've listened to in a while. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. I've even made I've even made a playlist on Spotify. Oh, nice. <laughs> In, I was walking to get my kids from school the other day and I just whacked it on. I had a swagger in my step as I was going. It's good walking around music, isn't it? It's good anything. It is. <laughs> and I sent I sent my brother a link to one of them. I can't remember which one it was now. And he's like, I'm lying here in bed just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I've put like, straight away, the first word I've written on my notes is intricate. I love how intricate the music is. Uh-huh. Like there's so many parts going on. In mm-hmm. some of the songs... Again, you correct me if I'm wrong. I've listened to some of the versions of they've done like My Girl and they've done other covers on Spotify. All right, yeah. But the ones you sent me were they all original? The ones you sent me? Uh, yes, I, they're all their songs. Yeah. Because yeah. I've tried to look for some of them mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure it out if there was. Um, but yeah, so I think you said it, it's just joyful. Yeah. It's proper, just happy music. And obviously, you can edit things and make things sound a bit better in like, post production when you record stuff. Mm. But it sounded like pitch perfect. Like even the the studio recordings, I don't know if that's the live version we're hearing or the edited version. Yeah, it, it is edited, edited versions they have out here. They're, they're all that that studio. I think I've seen a lot of people recording in there. I think it's a big one in New York, so I think it's quite a tight studio and quite a professional place that they do stuff in. So yeah, just like they don't like in what I've written down here, especially Coco. Uh huh. It's almost it's almost like a jazz improv kind of song. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it's really jazzy. It's really good. But it's like they're all just making it up as they go along. Right. It's working together and they're all kind of playing their own little bit and they're doing their own riffs. But it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the song. That's how well they work. Yeah. And I've, I've my my favorite one is um it's not goodbye. Yeah, I love that one. And it's seven minutes long. I, I didn't realize that the first time I listened mm-hmm. to it. And I put it here. It's the return of the king of Lucky Chops' songs because it's got like four or five different endings. Because oh. <laughs> each time I was thinking, oh, that's a good song. Oh, they're still going. Oh, I like that. Oh, they're still going. And then they just builds up to one heck of a crescendo. <laughs> but um, and 
there's a drum solo in one. Is it that one? I think it's that one. There's a bit of a drum solo in there. Right. That's just, I've put five stars next to it, so I must <laughs> like it. And um, there's a song that wasn't on your list. Uh-huh. It's awesome. <laughs> um, it's on the Spotify. All right. Next to you. Oh, yeah. Next Aye. to you. That's a Yeah. That's a great little <laughs> tune. And the, the, obviously, there's ones that are coming home, I think it's quite good as well. There's, there's, there's mm-hmm. quite a few um, that are like, that, it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's such a bad word to use when you try to describe something, <laughs> but that's it. It's just yeah. good. It's good, fun, and it's just happy music. But one, uh, one thing I did appreciate is the skill of the, the, the musicians. Mm-hmm. Like, the artist's skill. And obviously, you you blow a drum. Yeah, I've, I used I used to play the cornet when I was a lot younger. I think I finished when I was about twelve or thirteen. <laughs> and I, but I remember not being able to even blow the thing. Obviously, like for a good couple mm. of weeks. But <laughs> but they're not easy to play. No, and I, I gave up. And I, I I wish I didn't give up because I'd be still playing an instrument. But I I just appreciated the level of how they play those. It is good. I mean, some of the things that you hear them do. I mean, depends on what songs you're listening to as well. I mean, some of the bands have ro- some of the players have rotated in and out and they do solo stuff yeah. or play with other bands as well so I mean you can go on YouTube deep dives and just let it go and it'll take you in all kinds of directions but you know like Leo P the, um, Bar- the original Barry Sax player that's on Coco you know is completely different to the current Barry Sax player but a lot of his stuff's really interesting to listen to um, and some of the things that he can do with the Barry Sax you know things that I couldn't even think of doing like, like range like up high <laughs> down low yeah. different new interesting ways of playing it and stuff like it's just bonkers and like you say sounding improvised whilst being as tight as it is just it's it's a it's a massive skill. So yeah. Obviously, I was trying to describe it, and, and obviously, like jazz, they kind of do that. Don't they'll be playing together, and one will just go off, and there'll be like a different solo every night. They'll kind of play something mm-hmm. in like, improv, and it came across that way because they were they were just having fun mm-hmm. with it. But I think that kind of comes across in. Obviously, I don't know if it was written that way or if they're just improvising. That's how they be, how that's how they got that song. Yeah. Right, it works that way. That's the way we'll do it. We'll keep it. I'll send way. you some Im- actual improv stuff with some of those players. It's infectious in a way mm-hmm. watching them play. Um, I don't know the instrument, but it's in is it it's in Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that's like wearing that tuba thing. Oh, sousaphone. <laughs> yeah, he's like wearing. Aye. Raphael Buyo is that boy. Bounce- yeah, <laughs> he's just bouncing away when he's, he's having so much fun. <laughs> And he's he's dancing and he's wearing an instrument around his <laughs> neck, and it, it's bigger than Aye. him. And he's just dancing and bouncing away. And he's having the time of his life. <laughs> and it's just like it made me happy when I was just smiling, <laughs> listening to him. Oh, brilliant! Him. That's what you want music to do. You just want to smile yeah. and laugh at it and not laugh. But you know what I mean? You want to be happy. Aye. And it, it was. It's proper. Like if you're feeling down, listen to that. Listen to Lucky Stars. <laughs> oh, grand! I'm glad. I'm glad that worked out for our first trade off. Then that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did. And um so I have actually written in my notes here under it, just winner. <laughs> That's what it was. Nice. It was a winner. If you enjoyed this one, you may be interested to know that this was just a small part of a larger waffle that we do every two weeks. You'll be able to find that wherever you found this one, hopefully. Uh, You'll also be able to follow us on all of our social media platforms linked below. And if you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to do so anytime you like. You can reach out on social media or you can email us at w.a.f.f.l.e.p.o.d at (laughs) gmail.com. Goodbye.